0: Well, 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 hello, folks, and a welcome to We the Peeps. This is, of course, the American Soccer Podcast, in which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the USMNT. I'm Clayton, and I'm an artist. I'm Ty, I'm an entrepreneur. And we love the Nats. It's We the People. It's We the People. We the people. It's we the people. Folks, welcome to this review pod of what is a very New Look Nats. Welcome to the New Look Nats, folks. We are so grateful that you're joining us. It means the absolute world to us, and uh, we hope that it means the same... To you, this team is uh, weirdly important to us. Not sure why, but it just means a lot to us. Hard to explain. And hard to explain. <laughs> but it means a lot to us, and things are really shaken and baking over there uh, in the USMNT world. So let's get into it. We just played Wales. We're going to talk about that game, and we're about to play Panama. By the time you're listening to this, you might want to clear your schedule. It's coming up in like a couple hours. Uh, USMNT versus Panama. So we're going to talk about both Pa-a-nama. of those games. Pa anama. But first, a little bit of housekeeping. Housekeeping is important. You gotta set the stage. Otherwise, you're never gonna get anything done. So, for today's housekeeping, it's a little bit Confusing. The truth is we in in COVID we uh, established a Patreon, which is a really cool move for us. You know, this Patreon this, this show takes a lot of time and a lot of efforts to produce and create and research, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, tis not free, was never free. Someone's paying for it. And we have uh, decided to make the jump, make the leap, and we're asking for a little bit of your support, if possible, if it's, if it's within your means, to help keep this show a-running and continue to be uh, what you already are, which is a very important part of U.S. soccer culture just by listening to this podcast. So if you go to Patreon, you'll see an option to become a legitimate peep, uh, which is which is you already, but you can just ratify that and make it a fish. Mm-hmm by providing five dollar once per month now to those of you who have been with us through covid through the 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 dark the dark months that were that are currently still but uh, soccerless soccerless months um, who got involved in the patreon early on we thank you you are the intrepid peeps from now on and you go down in the hall of fame of peeps uh, official peep nomination right here i say why not uh, but some changes have been I made heard. to the Patreon based on your feedback. So, I think that people were a little bit weirded out by the idea of paying per creation. I don't think people are used to doing that, and I get that, my bad. I, I thought it made sense cuz the show tends to have a inconsistent velocity based on the schedule of the games, but but hey, you know, let's just keep it simple. We're going monthly from now on That's instead an expensive of expensive gold cup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Caveats, caveats, you know, there was I had a whole plan for it, but let's just keep it simple. Look, $5 a month, you become a legitimate peep, and uh, here, here's, here's some copy on that. If you do that, it says there, oh, wow, you are the peeps. Uh, wow. Or should I say, one of them, your $5 is worth one billions of dollars in Jürgen bucks. <laughs> we are not <laughs> joking about this. Thank you so much that's all true and if you do provide that five dollars we're going to shout you out on the air we shouted out our
1: intrepid peeps uh briefly Sunil gave me a lot of Jürgen bucks
0: <laughs> knew what was up he knew how to work that system um but here's the thing i just want to once again loop back to our intrepid peeps mj lee and gail sumano you really you really hooked it up you went out on a limb And uh, it means the world to us. Um, Gail Sumano says, Love the show, guys. Keep the laughs coming. Sergio. So I'm not sure... Where, where the first name is, or last name in there, but it's somewhere in there. <laughs> Whoever you Thank are. Thank you so much to you. We love you. And MJ Lee says, this is easier than buying you guys a cup of coffee. Hope it works out for you in reference to the COVID disaster that was and is. Uh, and that you're not both out of work. We were. We aren't. Uh, this is the first time I am paying a creator per episode. <laughs> Stay well. So if Aww, you, and so and nice. uh, MJ you. Lee also provided at Soccer Movie Mom. Um, I hope that's okay that we make that public. Support M J Lee uh, if you can. Uh, a,
1: a lovely blog that yeah. covers soccer movies.
0: All right, check it out. And uh, uh, from the perspective of a mom, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. So, anyways, uh, we did it, guys. We now have a Patreon. Join us on there. It makes a huge, huge difference. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at WTP pod. And if you could uh, shoot us a five star review on whatever you're listening on and above all else, above all else, please tell a friend about this show. This, this team is getting increasingly awesome as each day goes by and you don't want to be that person who just found out about we the peeps when the world cup in 2026 rolls around and we're, you know, top five. That would just be mortifying. So don't let your friends run into that situation. I think that Shout about covers out. Thank it. Shoutouts and thank, thank yous. Thank you, thank you. Uh, end of housekeeping. <laughs> Folks, the game was USMNT versus Wales, and let's dive into it. There's only one way to start a game recap, and that's with a starting lineup. Let's do this Get thing. out there, boys. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be fun. Okay, uh, two gloves. I mean, I mean boys,
1: like... Actual children
0: get out there, hit the field. Tiny children. Uh, two gloves to elder <laughs> statesman Zach Steffen, yeah. and then we've got serginho Dest Barcelona's. grizzled Serginio vet, De, grizzled <laughs> vet, and then the other two grizzled vets, center back, center back, Matt Miazga and John Brooks. Uh, in That's the right. wing back posi- or in the in the left and right back positions, we have Serginho Dest and Anthony Robbins' son. It's a boy, Ro- Anthony Robbins' son, and we've also got uh, Tyler Adams, Weston McKenney, newcomer, Eunice Musa, Welcome in, good friend. Not bad. Moussa. Well met, my guy. Let's do well this. Well
1: met, and indeed. And up
0: front, we're gonna have Sebastian Legette. Wah, wah. <laughs> my girlfriend was <laughs> like, which one of these players do you think doesn't deserve to be here? <laughs> oh. I was like, easy
1: answer. <laughs>
0: this guy's, all i right." right. I'm,
1: I'm a fan, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go against John on one.
0: Nice guy, but but here because his team didn't go to the MLS playoffs uh, alongside Dortmund's yeah, Gio Reyna and Barcelona's Conrad De La Fuente. Just Conrad, if you please, folks. This game was, depending on how you look at it, I'm a little bit <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. I'm a little bit uh, wary of saying what I watched because this was one of those games that can be seen in many different ways. Indeed. There were no goals. Let's just get that out there. It was very rainy. No eye goals. That's true. (laughs) No mass goals. Uh, Hashtag not goals. (laughs) (laughs) But as far from where I was sitting, this was the most stress-free USMNT game I've ever seen. There were passes out of the back that just happened as if normal. Uh, There were not many opportunities. You could tell this was a team of technically skilled players. Uh, that was not drilled enough to have patterns of play that would lead to actual goal-scoring opportunities. It was mostly U.S. There were moments where Wales you know, showed a little something-something. Uh, Robbie Matundo, my guy, Weston's boy from Schalke, look, looking pretty good out there. But overall, no, homie. this the homie, the legend, honestly, very much underrated. When you look at what Weston is doing at Juventus, you got to wonder uh, what Robbie Matundo could do anywhere. Um, but overall, this was a, a USMNT heavy possession game where we got to see what some of these guys have. Maybe Gio Reyna was a little underwhelming. Maybe Eunice Musa was a little overwhelmingly good-looking. Oh my god, that guy can play. Uh, and my two favorite moments in this game, my highlights, my my WTP highlights of this game were... Nil-nil well, highlights. <laughs> nil-nil highlights. Uh, th- these are moments that, for whatever reason, never make highlight reels. But Tyler Adams screaming up the field at uh, oh. after a corner oh. kick, just oh. absolutely facing the Wales center back, who then makes a mistake. Such a Red Bulls moment. And, uh, of mm-hmm. course, uh, Weston McKenney as well, doing a similar thing. Thing um, running across the field and sliding, I think, 25 yards in the in the pouring rain to just demolish to end someone's day there and and force a turnover. Lots of good passing, lots of good moments. Not a lot of goals. Ty, what were your first impressions?
1: I had very similar uh, takeaways as you. Uh, the traditional problem with the U.S. has always been that we have effort and strength and tenacity but we don't have the skill to implement a game plan so we're always reactive because we can't make the play move the direction that we want and this game was the total opposite we (laughs) completely controlled uh, play in midfield and playing out of the back and all of that and generated a fair amount of forward movement but there was no tenacity and toughness to get to those final balls. And I'm not worried about that because I think that's a much easier problem to solve for us. So I come away from this very, very satisfied and excited for what this team is going to do in the future, especially if we can find one or two strikers who can come in and, and, and play the Erling Holland role to, uh, to, to Gio's Geo.
0: Yeah, we needed we needed people feeling a little bit more optimistic, uh, especially when you see Sergino Des's play, who's just a human miracle. The man, the things this guy is doing on the ball are out of control, um, and it was really exciting to watch him dribbs, dribs away, and he chooses the right times. He doesn't get caught out. But anyways, he had a few crosses that were that were exactly right, and there just wasn't that optimistic run happening.
1: Yeah, no one was there. Yeah, even even a Josh Sargent, I think, would have would have been there. Yeah. Uh, he has that knack for just finding the finding the space. Uh so I'm not I'm not overly concerned about that. Basically the US played with with no striker and six attacking midfielders, uh in in actual fact. So um, you know, this this was kind of bound to happen. But I think the bright spots clearly, Yunus Musa was great, uh Dest was fantastic, Weston was you know, his typical self in midfield, but also did a Cristiano Ronaldo impression on that one play, if you remember that. No. With like ten step overs and then uh <laughs> and then ultimately losing the ball. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's may not
0: be a great influence for him. But he also t- has a different he has a different way of carrying himself in the press conferences. I I am worried that he's like he's he's becoming a douchebag, but it's all right. He's he's awesome. Weston's awesome.
1: I love eh, Weston. You know, you, you need a little bit of that, I think. You need you need that swag. How could you not? The, wh-
0: How could you not, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, Adams is fantastic. The press was great. Um, a little bit too individualistic at times, but that's just going to come with the territory when the team's been together for a day or 36 two. Thirty-six minutes. So yeah, yeah. so I, I think I think this is developing into a team that's that's really going to scare some people, and this was all without Polisic, So that's um, th- overall very positive, and I, I'm I'm just excited to see more.
0: I'm excited too. I think that's the the, the it's really important to. For me to realize how very good Polisic is, we have absolutely top level talent uh, youth wise across the board in this roster, in this starting lineup. And yet, uh, no one really comes close to what Polisic can do on the ball. So I just want to give a shout out to Polisic. I, I, it, maybe it's obvious, but I think sometimes we forget how special that kid is. And, and we hope that he can figure out the injury
1: thing as soon as possible. Um, yeah. And when, when he's playing, he. I remember one year he was in the top three or four in all of Europe in successful um, take-ons. So, like, facing up a defender and getting by the defender. All of Europe. All of Europe. This was one of his Dortmund, Dortmund seasons. And, and that also means that he loses it a lot, which he does. But that's, that's a thing. That's and uh, that, that would have definitely helped uh, at times in this game. Um, now, he wasn't the thing that we were missing. So I don't I don't think he's the, you know, I I don't think that's the reason that we didn't score uh, in this game, but I think, you know, obviously that would be a huge talent boost. But my my question to you is, what do you think we should do about the nine because it doesn't really look like Sargent's ready to be the guy and then your choices are Zardes and Altador, which are both uh, very flawed or out of position. Uh, Gio or Polisic or something. I know you're a Polisic at striker guy.
0: I am. Yeah. Is, I, is that
1: still the case? I,
0: that's still the case. But I'm not gonna stay on that. I'm not gonna die on that uh, hill. Um, <laughs> the other, uh, you know, it's it, with the seasons. Zardes has had. You know, we give him all the shit in the world, it's, but it's hard to. It's hard to say. say no. And and when yeah. you have a team around him that looks like this, that actually can possess Zardes on the the previous generation of the USMNT was was. A debacle. It was a serious problem. Zardes on a really good team that just needs someone to traffic cone the last step, uh, to athlet to speedily get to the right place at the right time. He can do that. He's serviceable. I can see that. He I can see that. You know, they can but, they
1: say, "Hey, Jossie, don't touch the ball unless you're shooting."
0: That's right. Yeah, don't come back. Ba- all, all you back. do is
1: is is deflect our sick through balls. Yeah, that's <laughs> into it. Into the net. That's it. Don't that's track it.
0: back. Yeah nothing else no other focus you i want you standing off sides on the corner kicks just <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know uh so <laughs> a couple other a couple of, well what do you think is the nine solution Are you good with the zardes thing i mean i think it's a wait a wait a wait and see situation sebastian it's, soto it's in the under 19 yeah. tournament showed the right, potential right, right. to be that i you know it still could be josh sargent although i don't i don't think so and brendan aronson is on the rise so I, we're almost there with some of these well guys. yeah
1: aronson wouldn't necessarily fit there. But yeah, I, I think uh, you can't count on Josie because he just ends up getting injured for every single tournament. Um, Zard- starting Giassi Zardes in World Cup qualifying would scare the shit out of me, even with the aforementioned uh, reasons. Uh, Jordan Morris would would have been a, a strong contender, except that his entire career resurgence has been after he switched to play winger. So he's he's having a fantastic season this year, but he's not playing the 9. And Ricardo Pepe is too young. Soto is too young. But I guess the thing is, like Soto, it's possible that in 12 months he's like a, you know, I don't know, Bundesliga striker who is doing pretty well, like maybe better than than Josh is doing. That's totally possible. And we've seen those those like trajectories in the past. So it's hard to say for the World Cup, but for qualifying in June, I think it probably will have to be Josie went fit and then Zardes after all that
0: after all that but isn't it a nice problem to have like I have a lot of confidence in everywhere else on the field um and so struggling with the nine when you're still playing Michael Bradley as your best option at the six (laughs) is is a really upsetting situation to be in struggling with the nine with this starting lineup is one that I can deal with you know that's a little bit more the uh Brazil with Hulk scenario. Right? Exactly. Could, Brazil s- with Fred. Could still work out fine. Fred,
1: that's what I thought. Trotting yeah. out Fred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I want to give a few shout-outs here to our appearances from Reggie Cannon, Johnny Cardoso, uh, Owen Odessoni. Johnny. Johnny uh, Nicholas Giochini, who uh, looks interesting, although we barely got even a look. But Yeah. Um, and then Tim Wea, welcome back, and Uliana's welcome back. Really exciting to see those guys. I think in addition to the... Um, to the let's all remember to appreciate Pulisic situation, Mm -hmm. like things may be even better than we realize, Uh, there's another things may be even better than we realize, which is that in a game like this, with a roster like this, for Richie Ledesma and Chris Richards to not see the field is a monumental achievement for the U.S. program, and justifiably so. I'm not saying you could argue that was a disappointment that they didn't see the field. I would argue that... Um, you know, we, we saw, uh, we saw what we needed to see. They didn't see the field and it's okay. And I'm okay with that. And the fact that someone right. who got minutes for, for, um, Bayern Munich and, and, uh, Richie Ledesma is now like breaking into, to PSV, these players not seeing the field and that being okay with me, it means that we're talking about a totally different program than we were two years ago.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. It, it, it would kill you, right? If, if Christian Roldan went 90 and, uh. And Ledesma was on the bench, right? But that's not the case. We we saw like I don't know, one of the most exciting midfield trios I've ever seen in a US shirt. All over Without the place. Enough. Sick touch. There was this there was something I noticed a lot in the game, which is like for me a hallmark of the new breed of player, which is what I call the Ichiro pass, where the mm. player is already making the follow up run by the time they hit the ball. So they're like at a 45 degree angle to the ground, start running, then they make a pass, and they just continue their run. And Yunus Musa did this a bunch of times and Weston and Tyler and Geo, and it's like, I, I just love it. I love the speed and the speed of thought and also the speed of play that we saw. It was it was delightful at times. Uh Dest did crazy things like attempting multiple nutmegs and uh pirouettes and <laughs> all sorts of things we, we're not used to seeing uh, from, from U.S. players. So was, You're totally right. It's, it's, it's a totally different situation. Um, and I think those guys will see time uh, in the next game. I think the, it makes sense for the first game to use Brooks and Miazga because then they can take a little bit of a, a lighter approach in the second game, be fresh for the weekend, whereas Richards isn't you know, playing 90 minutes for his first team. So it would make more sense for Richards maybe to start and go sixty, sixty-five minutes against Panama, um, and, and yeah, hopefully we see Ledesma as well.
0: And don't you get the feeling that Burhalter is realizing how precious these moments are? So he he keeps Tyler Adams and Weston McKennie on the field together for as long as he can, which in the past is you know, or and same thing with Matt Miazga and John Brooks, like. I get the feeling he's now, he's, he's now much more aware than he used to be that this might be the only chance that he has to give these players time together before qualifying. Yes. Um, yeah, and I didn't exactly. think he understood that before. It was a weird like, Greg sketchbook uh, in the past. Well, I, I think he's a lot know. more precious with these minutes.
1: <laughs> right. Well, to be fair, we thought going into 2020 that he would have an uh, entire summer, including potentially an Olympic team, to tinker. And find find the the eleven, and now we we may that may be the last you know Panama may be the last game until qualifying because you never know what could happen with the lockdowns and with um with you know uh, with COVID everything's so unpredictable so so I think you're right I, I hadn't I hadn't thought through that but it's true that uh, he he waited until maybe the seventy fifth minute to make a change which was very unlike his previous approach. Uh, to the friendlies, and it looked like he he was pretty dedicated to finding uh, uh you know solid partnerships that work, like you said. So so that aspect like Brooks Miazga, Stefan, that was not experimental. I would say I would say actually the whole backline is pretty much our backline, uh our, our best uh, five guys, and then obviously several of the attackers uh, in the same boat. So I think it was probably like eight out of the eleven that. He would envision going to qualifying with, and uh, that's exciting to see kind of things coming together.
0: Yeah. So Eunice Musa, I'm looking at his other options, and I'm thinking, ah, you know, it's tough. It's tough. He, he's, yeah, got, so what, he's got he's got some it? good Ghana, options. Ghana, England, Ghana, England, Italy, Italy, England. So I think Italy. It, yeah, Italy's a, no, a pass. If I'm Eunice Musa, I, I'll pass. Um. Uh,
1: for playstyle reasons or horrible societal racism
0: for horrible societal not that we don't have that, but not that we, have, uh, that, it, not that for, we have a uh, for horrible societal reasons. Um, and also just oldness, like you just see a dedication to old players oldness. from the, sure. Yeah. So if I'm, I'm passing Ghana is potentially a really good option. I think, uh, if you're Eunice, yeah. that's to me the most appealing option, best team, great young players coming up, um, but you know, I got to think that if I'm coming to a camp like this, seeing Serginio Des do what he does, seeing Pulisic come and go, knowing who he is, the legend, the the, the shadow of Pulisic is in the room, that his scent remains, hair follicles, <laughs> and then, and his then pheromones. And his pheromones are still there. <laughs> and then just seeing Weston McKenney be a fucking clown and a leader and just seeing like seeing, you know, a a young group of players that is not only exciting the US fan base, but the world at this point. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like we have a, a a chance, you know?
1: We have a chance. I mean, I I would be seriously looking at England if I was him, and I, yeah. I would be leveraging the uh, the U.S. call-up as a way to get an England call-up. Yeah, I mean, England's think looking think they'll pretty have, fucking epic. They'll have competitive matches yeah. sooner, so they'll have the chance to call him up. Uh, but, th- I mean, even that I would consider kind of a victory. Like, for, for us to just, you know... Try to poach someone with a ten or twenty percent chance uh and then and then ha- have England have to react like that's kind of cool yeah um, but- you know i think it's 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 good either way it's fine it, you know if he if he doesn't come along, that's not a player we were counting on and and if we get him, i mean he's clearly a, a big talent and only only growing right he was seventeen or eighteen so that is something else and he he seemed really happy i don't know how american he feels or identifies because i I think he was only in the u.s like for a couple weeks yeah so i don't know if he really cares about the country which i do consider important because i think it it really um modifies the the attitude and the tough moments when you have to you know take three connecting flights to san pedro Sula and it takes you 24 hours and then you gotta get off the plane and get you know rocks thrown at your boss and stuff like i think caring about america definitely helps you pull through those situations for sure, for sure. uh so <laughs> um so i i i would like it if that was the case but i, I don't have any you know i don't have any information either right so we don't know yet all right well, we'll but he's a sick player sick, sick player, player dude fun and, to
0: watch fun to watch
1: yeah Gio Aquini also and johnny the, oh, my favorite part about the I, I had two favorite parts about this game. So I need mean, nil-nil, you know, you got to look for things outside the field um, or outside the game itself. And uh, the discussion of Conrad was hilarious, where <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, Stu, Stu Holden goes, man, if I was playing with these kids, I could just be called Stu. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that was fantastic, and I think he should yeah. he should have been called Stu yeah. and left it at that. Um, second second highlight of the match was uh, Gareth Bale not, not paying not attention watching at, at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some funny Wales shit going on. Gareth Bale, yeah, watching what, what was guessed to be the Masters, hilarious. I,
1: I yeah yeah yeah. We we hope something appropriate. We can only hope. Uh,
0: we we hope it's not. He's love definitely watching Phil. He's definitely time.
1: watching. He's helping the coaching staff analyze the U.S. defense, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: uh. Uh, or something like that. Watching Friends Queens reruns. Gambit. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Queens Gambit. Uh, Chappelle shows now on Netflix. Chappelle show. Uh, the other funny thing that we forgot to talk about is is uh, Ryan Giggs, <laughs> the appropriate Wales manager, being tra- allegedly, Ooh. you know, uh, he's being charged with assault. We think, which is not outside of his character. I don't. I'm not trying to stereotype the guy. He maybe didn't do it. I haven't looked he's into so it. Putilistic. I don't know gentlemen but uh you know what yeah but so that's why ryan Giggs wasn't the the manager on the day which i just think is a very we the peeps uh story that that we can't not not
1: what you want to hear we can't leave without
0: acknowledging that that's hilarious um try try not to beat people up ryan Giggs, please uh ideally not ideally not um not not the move my guy um love you though still we'll always love you um all right so let's look forward we've got panama on the way. What does that even mean? I was looking at the Panama roster and there's oddly on Fox Sports, they, they list um, on their website, they list the roster that's going to be facing the USMNT with some stats that include position, age, height, and weight. Wow. Strangely <laughs> enough, uh, only about half of Eye these color, players have the weight social security registered. Number. So that's the first. Only half week. of them have weight. Yeah. So oh, Rolando why? Botello, weight unknown. Uh, Luis Choi, <laughs> we just don't we don't know his height or weight in that case. Uh, so there's wow. There's some deep, deep, some some deep uh, mysteries. Uh, there's also one just modern marvel, which is Roman Torres listed weight at 218 pounds. How is this man a soccer player? <laughs> it's incredible. Beast mode. Oh my East god! Mode. The bus, get out of the way. Who's who's a
1: bigger who's a bigger soccer player? There's like
0: cannot think of.
1: Cannot uh, think of one. It's hard to think of one.
0: All right, let me like, Google. Just say stuff w- about weightier. Panama. I'm gonna Google the heaviest <laughs> the heaviest soccer player.
1: So the the thing that's weird about this, looking at the Panama roster, is that they have very few European based players. Because I was like originally, I thought the premise of this whole idea was that oh, you're gonna mitigate COVID risk by you know playing teams that are going to bring all their euro players but then looking at the panama roster they they got they got nobody uh they got a couple couple guys in uh in israel uh, but a lot of guys flying in from central america to europe and then flying back to central america which can't be good for either party and uh i it's it's a little it's a little weird so um that surprised me the the roster in general is is fairly young they're you know turning over they they had a something of a golden generation you could say that propelled them into the world cup um last go around ahead of a certain ninja turtle roster and um they you know that's that's obviously the pinnacle of what that generation can do so now they have to figure out how to rebuild. they've apparently been through three different coaches since the World Cup, uh, including having to fire someone because of covid related financial issues so all in all you know they're a little bit out of sorts um and it, it's it's an opponent where you know the the stout defending that we saw from wales probably won't be there so i'm expecting the 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 kids to to cut him up uh, pretty good and put a put a big number on the scoreboard let's hope
0: let's hope all right the, the, that said the, the, that the, said
1: the, the... panama never lets us score like we, we, we tend to, it tends to be, you know, one nil either way. Uh, so we'll see some if add. if the kids can score two or three, I'll be very happy.
0: There's it's, it's a really unpredictable situation. There's almost nothing normal about this on either side or where it's being played. Um, so we'll just see, we'll see. But I think there, yeah, I, I'm with you. There's, there's plenty of reason to hope that we'll see some goals from the U S and for sure it's safe to root for a win in this game. And I think that the soccer public, especially the less uh, in the know soccer public would be it would make a difference to see a W out there somewhere in order to get people a little bit more excited about what's going on. I, I, you know, I was disappointed in just the headlines. I try not to watch actual reviews of games before doing our podcast so I can have my own original Mm. thoughts. But I was disappointed in the headlines, you know, and some and Alexi Lawless saying this is a six out of ten. Uh, you know, and I, I thought it was a lot better than that, so a win could go a long way for public perception um, to just match what we, we the peeps are seeing, which is an incredibly exciting group. Okay. long I
1: this stuff pisses me off because if Conrad Conrad scores the goal, right, and the U.S. wins one nothing, oh, it's, it's an eight out of 10, nine out of 10. Like, yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, why, why does it make that big of a difference in a friendly? I get, I get it in a competitive scenario the result is the result and that's the important thing but like we're judging the progress of the team and the skill of the players which were clearly very high so okay
0: i've been itching to get back to the top take that the top 10 heaviest footballers in the world okay (laughs) there there, (laughs) oh my god there are some names can i name any of them you there are some names Uh, here you'll recognize and you we've named one of them okay so roman torres is high on the list hulk
1: Hulk. Hulk, Hulki.
0: not on the list
1: no? Not uh, on the list. Oh, my goodness. Um, they're, they're not. Oh they're, it's, I'm, it's,
0: I'm, it, I'm surprised by some of these. Let me just. Let me just r- how big they are? How, like yeah. They how, seem smaller to you? Ex- uh, yes, indeed. In, in fact, how heavy these folks are. Okay,
1: so we have. Uh, how about Robert Lewandowski?
0: Not on the list, heavy. but there's, you're oh. close. You're getting closer. We've got Thibaut Courtois. All right. What? Uh, at 91 what? kilograms, which is close to 200 pounds, about 200 pounds. We have, uh, we have Romelu Lukaku, 94 kilograms.
1: I should have, should have seen that coming. Yeah.
0: Zlatan Ibrahimović,
1: 95
0: kilograms. Yannick Vestigard, 96. I'm going to skip a few. This one surprised me a lot. Harry Maguire, 98 kilograms.
1: That's just, uh, his stomach.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then the (laughs) aforementioned Roman Torres, an heaviest footballer in the world. Okay, hailing from Wycombe Wanderers, where he scored 17 oh, oh, yeah, goals yeah, last that, season. Right,
1: this is dude. Yeah, Adebayo this
0: Aki, yeah. Akinfenwa at 103 uh, yeah, Akinfenwa, kilograms, yeah. folks, which is 220, that's right, the text sound, 103 kilograms, 227 pounds. My man is a beast. Big boy. Big big boy, big, big boy. All right. So uh enough of that. That's mystery solved. Just Roman Torres good trivia. is up there. We might see him. We might see him. Although he's he seems to be coming more and more just Where's an Josie statesman.
1: At? Is Josie in? in I the, do. It does in, seem in the, in like the fight
0: here. When, when you look at who is on this list, I, there it is. Like there must be some people missing. Maybe
1: they just don't have data on some some of these guys.
0: Well, well. If this Fox Sports listing of the Panamanian roster has anything to say about it, it is apparently <laughs> difficult to find out how much Spotty. people weigh. Spotty. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so what are our final thoughts here? I mean, we're going to join the folks once again after the Panama game. Um, we want you guys to, to join the Patreon. Shouts to our intrepid patrons. Um, but let's get this thing going in earnest and forever to come. Once a month, $5, $5, dollars of Jurgen bucks. What are your final thoughts here before we get to see the last game of the greatest roster of all time?
1: I just hope nobody gets sick. They score some goals. Everybody goes, goes home. Uh, and, and the U.S. has a better idea of where we're headed. And I think, I think we're getting there. Uh, I think this group of young players is going to gel. They're going to need time. The the whole world might have to kind of learn on the job in terms of, you know, going into competitive matches without normal prep. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, Berhalter seems to be handling the moment well in the keeping up with the players, making outreach to you know, new players who he's bringing in, and coordinating things the best he can. So it seems like I, I, I have high hopes for, for seeing a team in June play in World Cup qualifying that looks cohesive and looks like they have an idea of what they're doing. And uh, that would be a first. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Indeed it would. I, I've, I've got a thing. I've got a final thought here. And it takes us back... To last summer when we watched the US under 19s go, I think, to the quarterfinals of the under 19 world yeah. U-20s. Yeah. Uh, to the yeah. There was there, there are two players, and with love, I say this, I'm only trying to big up myself, not put you down, Ty. There were two players that you pointed out from that roster that were your Gosh. most exciting players. Gosh. They were Chris Gloster and Paxton Pomacall. Where they at, bro? There were three players that I chose as my most exciting players. They were Sergio Dest, Chris Richards, and Richie Ledesma. So, all what's right, good, right. bro? What's all good right. with your eye <laughs> test,
1: dog? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs>
0: Anyways, that brings me to my all right, last Adam thought. Bells. All right, all right. That brings me to my last thought, which is uh, I would love to see a Richie Ledesma uh, appearance. I, I, I love the kid, I, I, and I, I just want to see more of him.
1: I want to mention just that R- Richie Ledesma is Clayton's spirit animal. This is, this is the exact, like, if, if you could just live out your wildest <laughs> soccer dreams, you oh my would be God, Richie yeah. Ledesma.
0: I think uh, well, I, I yeah. would be
1: Chris Gloucester.
0: Exactly, sense. yeah. I that's, think it, that's where I'm at. I think that's true. Oh, actually,
1: it's you in, know who is my spirit animal? Who's your Sorry, spirit I'll, animal? Sorry, I'll, I'll let you finish. But my it's spirit a, animal is... Reach out to us on Twitter uh, at is,
0: WTPpod and tell us who your spirit animal is
1: is uh, Guerrero from Oh
0: hell yes it is Rafael Guerrero That is <laughs>
1: did you see that the- is in in my head that's how I play every pickup game I'm like <laughs> carrying the water you know, doing the hard work, and then I just pop up and score and score the, epic goals. Minute. And he's a Dort- dude is my favorite. They,
0: they did a FIFA stats reveal for the new FIFA, uh, and there's like a video of the young Dortmund players seeing their stats for the first time. And Rafael uh-huh. Guerrero's strength is like a 47, and they all just clown. Him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is that's not fair.
0: That's, that's not, not fair. fair at all. And it's Erling Haaland oh. going to various people on the team, being like, "Do you think that you are faster than me?" Like anyone <laughs> whose stat was faster than him, he's like. So you think you are faster than me? Erling Holland, he's got to be like a ninety. He's speed. so fast. He's
1: so fast. He just and has to, big.
0: I know it's ridiculous. Oh, Where's he on the no world's thing. heaviest? Footballs? Sorry, I interrupted you. Sorry. No, no, that was that. We're good. Uh, yeah. Richie Ledesma, come on in, oh. folks. I absolutely love it when you clear off a to-do list. It's a huge accomplishment, mm. and it feels so mm. good. And the key to clearing off your to-do lists. Is to make shorter to do lists, my guys. Be, be be real. Be real with yourself. Stop faking. Stop being life hacker. Life hack. Uh, I also really like the idea of growing plants, although the practice of growing plants has never gone right. so well for me. Right. Uh, but right, I like it right, in theory. Right, right. I, I get the idea, and I like grounding things. I don't. I don't totally understand the process, but but there's something satisfying about the idea of releasing electricity out of your electronics and in, indeed oh, not, out of yourself. Not
1: grinding things. No, no, no. Grounding. Grounding. <laughs> grounding. Uh, uh, grounding things. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I do. I yeah, like grinding some things. You know, coffee, other things. <laughs> Alright, folks. Uh, but I don't love any of that cheese <laughs> as much as I love the gnats. Let's go, boys. Uh, get out there, guys. Yeah, day, yeah, it's guys. we the people. It's we the people the people.